It's the NFAB Racer X Moto Dynasty Fantasy Moto Show. Welcome to the NFAB Racer X Fantasy Moto Podcast. That's right, dorks. Dork Alert Fantasy Motocross Podcast, just for you and me and all you other guys that play fantasy motocross and uh, on the Moto Dynasty uh, site, which is available on racerxonline.com or Motocross Fantasy. Both, um, both sites we focus on for the outdoors here. Of course, a couple different things about them. Motocross Fantasy, four riders uh, in each class each week. Cannot pick the same rider two weeks in a row and a handicap, handicap uh, number assigned to the rider each week. Uh, so ability to make up a ton of points if you pick the right sort of privateer or handicap rider. And Moto Dynasty, 20 guys each class. Pick them where you think they're going to finish. Uh, definitely the key to um, Motocross uh, Dynasty is trying to get the guys, all the top 20 guys, correct. You could be off on some spots, but want to get them correct, and that way you'll get the most points you can. So a little bit of different strategies, two leagues, two different sites, two different strategies. And uh, thanks for listening, everybody. N-Fab.com, proudly made, proudly built in Houston, Texas, USA. The JGR Auto Trader NFAB team of Nicoletti, Barsha, and Pike are killing it. Jeep, truck, SUV, steps, bumpers, light mounting solutions, anything you need for your truck. These guys have got it. They've always got something cool and exciting going on down there in Texas, and we thank them for making this uh, NFAB Racer X Fantasy Moto podcast uh, make it happen. So, yeah, appreciate it. Uh, I'm Steve Mathis with you, of course. Also on the line, the Real Fantasy Motocross expert. Guy's been doing it for a long time. We're here to help you, try to help you win your leagues, win some prizes. The Jason Thomas. JT, what's up? Oh, just looking him over. Um, slowly marching my way to the top here. Just ready, ready to keep it going. You know who's marching to the top in Motocross Fantasy? Uh, not you. Me. Third <laughs> overall this week. Yeah. Um, solid weekend. Yeah, solid weekend. Third overall, uh, got some cash for it, some prizes. So I appreciate um, those guys for doing that. I um, I went big um, with uh, Hayden Melross, Ryan Sipes. Um, who else did I pick here? Let me see. In uh, I picked Tony Archer, Justin Brayton, and what else? Uh, oh, Will Hahn got me some points in Motocross Fantasy. And um, so I was very pumped about that, and I, oh, and Sipes too. And then 250 classes where I really killed it. Uh, Chris Aldridge, I got. He was a handicap, I think, a one handicap one. Plessinger yeah, was a was. handicap six, maybe two. 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 Okay, got that. Hayden Melross uh, was, was uh, a nine. Ten. Oh, it says nine. Oh, okay. No, that was oh, that's this week. That's right. Ten. And um, my last guy was uh, oh Jordan Smith, who was zero. Um, right. So yeah, those uh, those guys I killed it with those third overall. So I am um, overall in the I'm 60 in the fly racing division, 49 in the motocross giant. I just do you do you pick the same guys for both classes? Because I do. Oh yeah, absolutely. Okay, because I just like here's my best four. I'm not going to mix it yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. But apparently a lot of people do because I'm 49 in one and 60 in the other. Yeah, I don't I don't like it. So anyways, that's motocross fantasy. So uh, yeah, golf claps for me third overall. Um, now, Moto Dynasty, not golf claps for me. Like I said, 20 riders, RaceRex Online. We'll start with that league, and uh, we'll, we'll go into uh, how we did last week. Uh, not so good for me, JT. 379 points in 450s. What'd you get? Uh, I got 434. Yeah, so doing well there uh, for you. I got uh, Rockton and Dungey mixed up. I thought Kenny was going to win. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, did you have Don's winning? I had the top three correct, actually. Okay, yeah. So Jason Anderson, third. Yeah. Good job. Why'd, yeah. you, why'd you pick him that? What, what happened? Uh, I watched practice, and he was fast, mm-hmm. and I just liked it. And really, there's just no shoe-in for third right now. Right. So uh, I basically looked at practice. I thought he looked pretty good, and I don't know. I just kind of – it was more of a guess than anything, um, but I feel like – if you just have a feeling on one of the guys that day, there's, you know, it's kind of wide open for third. Yeah, no, absolutely. I had Baggett. Um, so I had, I had Anderson actually ninth. Um, Barsha, I had fourth. Pike, I had fifth. Mm-hmm. Christoph, I had sixth. Porcel. Tickle, I got correct at seven. And, um, yeah, that's about it. I, I, I was off. Uh, two guys cost me, got me zero points. Chad Reed, who I had in yep. 11th. And Jesse Wentland, I had a 19th, and he didn't get any. He didn't make the top 20, so I got 18 of the top 20. Same for me. I, I did get a moto score with Dunge. I stamped yep. Dunge uh, winning at moto, so I got that. Um, did did you, you go with the whole shot? No, did you? I did. I uh, lost. Who'd you go with? So I really should have had 454. Who would you go with? Uh, Dunge. Oh, okay. For just a whole shot at some point. I don't yep. know if I've ever picked a whole shot in Supercross or motocross on the Moto Dynasty. Just too scary. I've been getting him right. I've been going Dunge a lot, and he's been pulling <laughs> he's it off. Been getting him. Yeah, yeah. I. Uh, I got the only rider I got correct. I was one off, obviously, on a few. But really, the only rider I got correct was uh, Brock Tickle. So I got the 40 points for that. Like Cunningham, I was off by one. And Archer, I'm off by one. I got one. Cunningham exactly right, actually. Did you? Yeah. Um, yeah. And, uh, you know, actually, yeah, these results are wrong on Moto Dynasty because we had the Cunningham-Lemoyne issue. Cunningham ended up DNFing that moto. He got no points. Yeah, that's true. Right. That's so true. Uh, maybe Motor Dynasty will fix this. Maybe they'll hear this and fix it. If not, maybe. If not, you get the Cunningham results. Um, I'll take it. Yeah, no, no doubt. We're so, going to need to edit this and cut that out. <laughs> exactly right. Uh, Baggett, I had third, like I said. So I, I got a lot of 20 pointers, which means you're, all, you're close. But, you know, when you get the exact, what your, what's your top three? You get 50, 50, 48, 46. Yeah. So right, right there. Just killing it with, with nailing that top three, right? Yeah. So uh, that's a good job by you. Uh, in 250s now, you're not playing 250s right. in Moto Dynasty. We won't get into that. Uh, <laughs> I had 415. Not bad. Uh, I had Martin and Muscan first and second. So not a surprise there. Yeah, that's, that's strong. Yeah. Uh, now at Osborne backing up his podium. So I had him a third because of Muddy Creek experience. That mm-hmm. didn't happen. Uh, Cincerello, I got correct with fourth place. I knew Adam's going to be three, four, five from here on out for me in that range. Um, Plessinger, I had fifth, so I was off by one. Christian Craig let me down. Did not score any points. Daniel Baker did not get in the top 20. Alex Fry. I, I don't know much about Alex Fry, but I thought he looked all right in practice. Had decent times, and I knew he was a rookie, so you'd maybe get the jump on dudes. You know, I'd heard that he had raced yep. that track a lot. I don't know if that's true or not. I'd heard that. Uh, I think so, but yeah. in, end up on the ground, nothing good's going to happen. Yeah, I think his muffler fell off, too. Uh, yep. Moto winner score, I got that with Jeremy Martin. Um, not a surprise there. And um, Luke Reslin, I got correct on 16th place. So Luke has finished between, I believe, 13th and 17th at every race this year overall. So um, yep. thir- 31 points for that. So, yeah, 415 points. I dropped in the overall rankings. Uh, I'm still leading the um, Racer X Staff League, which doesn't say much for those guys. I'm, I'm, I'm having a rough Moto Dynasty because I'm just not finding the time in the day, JT, to uh, – to go in and move the picks, like it's just very hectic. You didn't go to Muddy Creek, so you have the time. But I, I you know, um, super, super yes No, nice. I mean, I, it's, I, I agree with that part. 
<clears throat> but also, it's difficult. It's difficult not being there. I'm telling you, yeah, you don't yeah. know what's yeah. going on. Yeah, no, for sure. It's really hard. Um, and I know you were in that in those shoes in Supercross a couple times, but uh, it, it's. There's pros and cons, but it's not easy just trying to guess at this thing without actually being there. Yeah, no, absolutely. And um, so, yeah, you, you weren't there. I was having a struggle. I'm struggling in Moto Dynasty a little bit, just trying to nail down these guys. And Supercross, I felt like I had had it pretty good, and I did pretty well in Supercross. So, um, but outdoors, another another story for me. Um, okay, so high point this weekend. NFAB Racer X Fantasy Moto Podcast. Looks like we're going to get some rain, so that opens things up. If it, if it rains at all, I'm going with Kelly Smith um, for the win. <laughs> Um, but if it, you know, just assuming it stays okay, I guess, I guess assuming it stays okay, you're still picking, uh, Marvin and Martin in some order in 250s and you're still picking Roxon and Dungey one, two, right? In some order. There's no way anyone should not do that. Correct. Yeah. If it rains, I think I go with, with, uh, Muskan. Mm-hmm. And, and yeah, probably, I don't know why I do that, but I just right. feel like he well, would be better than Jeremy well, in the mud. And what about Indiana? I'll go with Roxon, you know, from what we saw in Indiana last year. Yeah, maybe in Nelson too. Nelson was great in the mud yeah. in Indiana. Yeah, and he was good. Right. So, um, but, and think about a guy like Oldenburg too. But if it, you know, I mean, if it rains, it throws all of our strategy out the window. We're, we, you know, who knows then? You know, it depends. Right. On, but let's just go with a normal, a normal day. And any reason to not put Martin and Muskan in some order, and Dungey and Roxon in some order? If it rains, I I think yeah, I about know. putting Nelson in there. I'm I saying really, I really do. I know. I'm saying you missed the part where I said let's assume it's it's normal. So, well, you said any reason. Yeah. So um, I went back to the mud. Okay, got it. Sorry. Um, <laughs> I mean, I, uh, it's a kind of a coin flip. Mar- Marvin does well at High Point. He's won there. Before. Oh, he does. He's. Yeah. Uh, I have him. I do a column on Thursdays that'll come out tomorrow, and I have him picked for the win. Okay. So yeah, maybe maybe if you're you know obviously look at the practice times, make sure nobody crashes, nobody eats crap, but. Maybe go with Marvin, number one, Martin, two, this weekend. Yeah, I just think this track favors Muscan a bit more. It's off camber, it's technical, it's ruddy. I know, and I know Jeremy Martin was absolutely terrific in the ruts at Colorado, so maybe I'm just wrong, you know, <laughs> flat out wrong, but I just think this tra- this is more of a Muscan track. Yeah, yeah, kind of. Um, so Muscan, Martin, go there. Third place, uh, again, flip a coin, Nelson and Cincerella. Osborne, again, Osborne get up there a little bit more. Yep. Yep. What do, you, what do you think? Can Osborne get in the mix? Yeah, I think I, I have Osborne. Uh, it's actually one of my predictions for tomorrow is Osborne is in the top five overall again. Yeah, top five for sure. But yeah, I, I don't. I don't think he'll be on the podium. So, like, wouldn't you take just that for what you will? Wouldn't you just go? Uh, I mean, just on a Wednesday afternoon, Marvin, Martin, Cincerello, Nelson, Osborne. Right? Yeah, Cincerello is my third place pick. Sure. I actually have that exactly. As my top five, right? So um, yeah, can't can't see can't see how you'd go wrong with that, you know, right there. No, I, I agree. Um, uh, Plessinger is gonna get. I think Plessinger is gonna get some confidence from leading laps. I and mean, yeah, he got seventh, but he led for half the moto. I'd start inching him up there a little bit. That's yep. that's got to help a ton. And I'm I am sticking with. Uh, we'll get into this with motocross fantasy, but I'm sticking with Alex Martin. He's still fast. He just hasn't. Had any luck, and he's been on the ground. But let's go Alex Martin to get back into that top ten this week. Yep. Um, and Jordan Smith, uh, he is always risky. He scored big for me in motocross fantasy. I had him ninth this week, and uh, he's riding well. So maybe maybe he's, maybe he's going to figure it out. Do you feel that uh, Jordan Smith is a – you have to watch with one eye open? 
He's okay. Well, a little bit, yeah. He, he's better, I think, than in Supercross, you know? Okay. Um, yep. Because there's just more room to, to get out of hand outdoors. Right. But, yeah, he's still sketchy. But, you know, him and Hampshire have started to put together some motos where you're like, okay, they're sort of dependable. Like, they're not not amazing. Yeah, I, I think he's much more of a safe bet outdoors than indoors. Indoors, it was like, right. holy moly, you're really, yeah. really taking a chance picking him. Outdoors, he's just, this is what he's raced his whole life. Yeah. You know, Supercross was new. So. Hampshire, 11-5, Jordan Smith, 14-6. So both guys sure yeah. had good, good second motos, you know? Um, yeah. I'm not sold on Aldridge yet. He had a great Muddy Creek. He did well for me in Motocross Fantasy, but I don't think I'm putting him ahead of Hampshire and Smith. Right. Bichelia around that 10th spot, somewhere around there. Mm-hmm. Shane McArath around the 10th spot. Uh, Kyle Peters probably around that 10th spot. I'm put- I think Kyle Peters is going to be more like 11-13. Uh, to 13. Yeah. You know what? If he gets a great start, he's he's very capable of getting anywhere from 7 to 12. Yeah. But if he doesn't, he hovers somewhere around 13, typically. Yeah. Yeah, he doesn't have like super gnarly outright flats flat out speed, but he can run. No, the, he can go third, and he's more of like an Alessi. Like he he does well with a great start, but yeah. otherwise it's it's average. Yeah, he can uh, he can run the pace for thirty as far as um as far as the uh, fitness fitness is concerned. Absolutely, right. So, right. Um, yeah, I, I, he's somewhere around there. The uh, anybody that can surprise this weekend at High Point, do you think? Like. I mean, what do you, anybody that you... Uh, I think there's a couple guys, um, are you speaking just on Tuvidi? Yeah, yeah. You know what, I don't really see any, in particular, 250 favorites. I think there will be some bounce back guys. Uh, I think Christian Craig will bounce back. I think Alex Martin will bounce back. Um, yeah, that's what but I, I didn't, from looking at the list, I didn't see anybody like, oh yeah, this is, you know, this is his track, other than yeah. maybe Muscan. Yeah. Yeah, what about Christian Craig? Where do we stand on that? Well, I mean, he was in the mechanics area and had something going on. I, I don't really know what. I wasn't there. Um, but I, I still think he's he's going to be fast. I mean, he seemed like he qualified decently. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I think he'll be back in that top ten fight. Um, just, you know, can't have issues like that. Right. Yeah, I think if he can get back into that top ten, he's fine. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, think, I think that's where he'll be. Right. You can't. That's all you can ask for, I think, for him. Um, he may, you may not see any more Lakewood rides. Yeah, it's hard to say. I mean, if he, you know, if he gets starts, that's the biggest thing is he's heavy. So the starts are tough, especially climbing that big Mount Morris hill. Um, but I think on a track like Mount Morris where it's pretty hard mm-hmm. by the time the motos are out there, that helps him with the horsepower because he doesn't get bogged down uh, at a track like, uh, say, Millville, mm-hmm. which I know he does well there, but it's so much harder and so much more load on the motorcycle. Uh, I think a track like this, he he could do better than a track like that. Um, you know, Millville's kind of his home track now, so maybe that's not a good example. But I just think the the soil composition plays a plays a part in it when you're talking about a big guy on a small bike. I'm going to go back to the Dakota Alex well this weekend after being off of it, and so folks, that means he's going to do crappy because I've literally picked him in Motocross Fantasy or in Moto Dynasty to do something, and he he struggles and doesn't get any points, and then the next week he does. I am on a I am on a week, just on a week to week love hate thing with Dakota Alex. So I'm going back with Motocross Fantasy with Dakota Alex off his 18 17 finish at uh, Muddy Creek. So look for him to uh, go DNF DNF, everybody. Because that's, that's <laughs> maybe kinda... somebody would let him know. Yeah. Just no, to stay home. Just, just don't even bother. Because my, uh, my luck with that Dakota Alex has not been working well in either, in either Motocross League. So it's been, it's been awesome. Um, yeah, uh, 250s. So. 
Savachi's got to be in five to ten now at this point. Yep. And yep. Uh, I think we probably named more than ten guys, but Bichelia, where do you put Bichelia? Uh, somewhere around, somewhere around ten. Yeah. He hasn't really shown much more than that. Yeah, I think he went six thirteen last weekend. Mm-hmm. He's had some um, uh, last couple of races. He's had like one good moto, one bad moto. Yeah, and he, and he, even the motos that he's gotten the whole shot, it hasn't really been that good. So mm-hmm. I, I haven't seen a whole lot. I mean, sixth place is great. Don't don't get me wrong. It's all it's all about perspective here. Um, but I don't think he's necessarily on the pace of some of the guys uh, that we've talked about, like Osborne and Cincerillo. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't think he's ready to race all, thirty five minutes with those guys yet. All right. Uh, moving to 450s for Motocross Dynasty. Um, again, top 20. And a uh, couple of tips for you people, as usual. These are going to sound repetitive if you listen every week. But make your picks sometime today, tomorrow, Friday, and have, a, have them in some sort of order so that in case something comes up on Saturday and you can't do it, at least you have something there to get you some points. And uh, definitely after that, if you have time on Saturday, after practice, go in, Look at the practice times. I move them up and down the way you see fit. I mean, these nationals are a little more. Um, if you're on it, JT. If you're happy with the track, you know you can you can judge a lot by practice times. I think more so in uh, outdoor motocross because it's such a longer moto than you can in supercross. In supercross, a guy could get a good lap and be up there and then kind of not get starts in supercross, and then that's it. Your day is done. But outdoors, I feel like, yeah, you can you can do something. Yeah, no, I, I completely agree. I think the outdoors, uh, and even my frame of mind when I was racing, the outdoors, I wasn't nervous at all going into the motos because I knew I had 35 minutes to determine my fate. Where in Supercross, man, there are so many things that, you know, it's, it happens so fast, for one. Mm-hmm. And then if you do get a bad start, it's so tough to make up time and pass people and do all that. So uh, I think the same policy or same way of thinking applies to the outdoors where <clears throat> Uh, if guys are able to go fast for one lap, they're you know, and, and you know they're the guys are, that are in shape and they're not. And if it's a guy that's in shape and he and he has a good lap time, he's probably going to do pretty well, mm-hmm. um, you know, in the entire day, just because he's obviously got you know he's feeling it, obviously. So I think we've seen that uh, consistently. Look, at, you know, look at Chad Reed. He's, his best qualifying of the season was at Glen Helen, and look where he finished. You know, mm-hmm. and then he's he's sucked in qualifying every other race, and he hasn't done well at the race either. So, there's a lot to be said for the practice time in outdoors versus versus supercross, as you said. Yeah, yeah, I feel more confident looking at practice times, um, where guys are going to do and where where they're going to go. Just feel yeah. better off doing that. Uh, that 450 class though for um, for Moto Dynasty. So let's talk about Chad Reed right off the back because you brought him up. Are you picking him? in Motocross Fantasy or Moto Dynasty to do anything. What is, where is Chad Reed going to finish? What is going on? How do, we, well, how do we take this? I had him, I didn't have a lot of faith in him in 11th. You know what I mean? That's not a lot of faith in, in a great rider like Chad Reed. And I still had him in 11th, and he still burnt me. I had him in 13th. So Okay. So uh, Yeah, I was uh, obviously less, less confident than you were. Uh, I know he just does he hates that track. He hates Muddy Creek for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mount Morris has been better to him. Uh, I think, believe he was fifth overall last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, a whole shot of both motos, so that certainly helped. But, you know, he's won Mount Morris before. He's won Mount Morris on a 250F. He's won Mount Morris on a 450. Um, I, don't, I certainly don't think he's going to do anything like that this weekend, but I, I definitely think as long as he's racing, uh, it'll be better than it was last week. I have him somewhere in the backside of the top 10 this weekend. 
maybe that's wishful thinking, but I've just seen him, and he, he's decent on this track. So mm-hmm. the starts, I, I know he feels like he has something figured out on this start, uh, whether it's you know his, his ignition setting or whatever they have sorted out. He's pretty confident mm-hmm. with the starts of this track. So I think that will play a part, and then his frame of mind, too, going into this weekend should be better than it was last weekend. Yeah, we got a Twitter question. Will Reed try this weekend? My fantasy team wants to know. Well, and I I think that's unfair. You know, I read the message boards, too, and everyone thinks that he's not even giving any effort out there. I promise you he's giving effort. There's no doubt about that, whether he's trying or not. I I can assure you of that, just like I know the sun is coming up tomorrow, just because I know how proud the guy is. The guy would never, ever go out there and ride around because that's embarrassing for him. You know, if you you think that him going around and riding around in 15th or 18th or whatever – he's unembarrassed by that, then I, I don't even know where to start with you. You obviously don't know anything about him or, or, you know, maybe not about racing in general because that guy's a very, very proud individual to a fault, and he's not enjoying riding around in the back. If he could move up, he would. I tr- you know, I promise you that. Yeah, but, you know, he's pulling off last weekend, what we think. Well, we- that's why he pulled off, because he was so frustrated. He's trying his ass off and couldn't do anything. So, yeah, so, okay, so I guess... Just to, he- to say he's not trying is silly. To say, well, is he going to pull off? I don't think so, because I think he'll be doing better than that. You think he'll be in the mix, so... Well, I don't know about the mix, well, but top, I think he'll I think, be in that battle, like, I'll- you know, 7-8... Six, seven, eight, nine. That's sure. in the mix. No, listen, the top yeah, ten okay. is in the mix. There's nothing wrong. Well, I, I don't. Everybody's in the mix is different. Well, no, this is in the mix. This okay. is officially in the mix. Fair enough. He's in the mix. Right. So then you predict. Yeah, you know, I'd say tenth or better for him is great right now at this point after coming off two disastrous races. So, mm-hmm. um, and and he's one guy that we can't really go off the practice times because he was all right the last couple of weeks in practice. Not great, but all right. And yeah, but I think, I think I he crashed it even. Plays back for him. He if his practice times are really good, you you tend to see a better result. Yeah. If the practice times are terrible, that's doesn't bode well for him. Supercross a little different because he's such a racer. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I feel like if he gets a good start, he just goes. But outdoors, I think it it plays a role. I think it's just like the same thing we were talking about before. If he can't go fast in practice, he's probably not going to go fast in the race because he's a he's one of those guys that puts the same lap in over and over and over. So if if he can't do it, then he can't do it. Battle for third, you had Anderson. Good job on that. But uh, the battle for third, really, Baggett, Barsha, Pike, Anderson, um, Seeley. Do you like Anderson to back it up for third? Who would you put third right now? I think I'd go Blake. I think I'd go Blake. I, I, well, I have Blake. Yeah, okay. that's funny. We're we're yeah. really seeing eye to eye on this thing. I have Blake in my in my third place overall yeah, for the weekend. He's good at high point, I think. I think yep. he, yeah, I think he's pretty good there. Yep. He he was running away with it in 2012 and went off the track and did all kinds of things. But I just remember how fast he was, and it was incredibly impressive. Do you think it's time to start putting Pike a little further back? I haven't been doing that, but you know he's out of he's out of the West Coast tracks. He doesn't have a ton of time on these East Coast tracks. He did it obviously last year with the RCH team. He has the time, but um, you know maybe it's time to to knock him back from Glen Helen and and Lake and Glen Helen and Hangtown and all that. So. Yeah, I'm trying to think off memory how we did at High Point last year, and I want to say he got fifth in a moto. Uh, so that was good. I got it right here. Um, Hold on. Um, on the RCH team. He, yeah, no, if he can get a fifth again in a moto, that's fine. Yeah, Pike went 10-5. Yeah, so. okay. I don't know why I remember that. I just right. do. But, uh, so I, I don't think he'll struggle. Uh, the biggest thing with him is he's he, – 
got to get good starts, which he's been doing. I would be interested to talk to him, and I'm not sure if you did a podcast with him last weekend after the race, but I'm not quite sure what was going on with him. But the second moto seemed to struggle quite a bit. So uh, I'm not sure if that was just um, yeah. you know one moto oh, yeah. deal, or, or I really don't have any insight. But that was a little bit interesting. I hadn't really seen that from him yet. I did talk to him, but as usual, it was didn't get a lot of information, just very angry. Right. Um, right. So, yeah, Baggett, and maybe Anderson can back that up, put him in the top five. Which would be kind of backing that up, you know, Baggett mm-hmm. third, Anderson fifth, uh, Barsha fourth, or or Anderson fourth and Barsha fifth. Seely, Pike, Tickle, that next group of guys is what I would go with. Brayton's yep. been Brayton's been ten the last couple of weeks, so put him ten, ten again. Sipes, Sipes. Yeah, is, I think uh, I think Barsha will do well this weekend. Yeah, for a couple of reasons, I think he will get a good start. Those JGR bikes are incredibly fast, and this this start they disc get crazy deep, and it's almost vertical, you know, like not really, but it's, it's the, probably the steepest start of the year, I would have to think. And it's just a horsepower, you know, type deal. So mm-hmm. I think he'll be top three, top five on the start. And then, uh, you know, he grew up in the Northeast. So I think this tr- type of track and type of dirt is something he's familiar with and comfortable with. And I, I look for him to have a good weekend. Mm. Yeah, no, I like it. All three guys, Nicoletti too. He, he'll be up there too. Um, yeah, for sure. Nicoletti's almost a staple because he's really good at the starts. I mean, I'm I'm shocked at how good his starts are. Yeah. Although I shouldn't be because they were really good last yeah. year. But they've been good. Uh, he, they were good on eleven ten on the Honda. Yeah, he he's putting himself in in really you know a really good position to succeed. Uh, so if he can continue that and the way he's riding, you know his confidence has got to be growing. So I, I agree with you. You know, he's a uh, a New York guy, so. Should be he should be more and more comfortable riding at the front, and uh, that's you know these these races are the ones he should excel at. Yeah, the um, Sipes surprised me at him from 16th and coming into he's racing High Point people. So where'd you put Sipes at? Kind of where he was last week, 10, 11. Yeah, I think uh, I think 10th. Yeah, he was 10th in the second moto. I think is more realistic than 16th. I believe he was in the first moto. Is that right? Did he go 16? Uh, no, 10? he went 12, 10. I think. Oh, 12, 10. Okay. Yeah. Um, I just remember him being at 16th at one point. I, I have him somewhere around 10th uh, place, but having said that, this is his best track, in my opinion. Yeah, uh, it's he, good for him. This is where he made his pro debut, and he went like 7.5 or 7.4, something like that, in his first race ever. Uh, so he he could be better than that. Um, you know, Keep in mind, he got third place in a moto in the mud last year. So uh, yeah. anything's possible with Sipes. We've seen him get first, and we've seen him get last. So. I would, if I had to pick at this point for like a motocross or moto dynasty purposes, I'd probably say something around eight or nine. I uh, I was impressed with his um with his fitness too in Muddy Creek. It was good. He's picking up. Oh a lot yeah, of and, at the and end of the you know those GNCCs are you know yeah. they've got to be whipping him into shape. Yeah, absolutely. If you don't pick Chisholm to go between eleven and fourteen, then I can't help you because that's where he'll finish. Yes, that's I where, agree with that. That's where he'll be eleven to fourteen. Uh, Porcel had a terrible Muddy Creek. I mean, look, he fell in the first moto, but. Second moto, he just kind of rode around. Where are we at with him? Well, seems to be getting, yeah. it seems to be he, getting worse. He's the one I would ask more, do you think he's going to try yeah. more than Reed? Yeah. Um, I, that may not be fair to Purcell. People may get mad at that. But I really feel like sometimes when things aren't going well, he's just like, eh, whatever, you know, or <laughs> yeah. however he would say it. Yeah. Um, I just don't think he's the guy that just full panic when things aren't going right. So... Um, you know, with, with that in mind, this is a track that he, that he ride well 
for the same reasons as Muskan. Mm-hmm. Um, you, you can't override this track. You have to um, pick your line and kind of stay on the upper part of the, the off-camber and do all the right things as far as, um, you know, technically riding the track instead of just being super aggressive and, and mm-hmm. uh, a Barsha-type deal. You know, on a, on a soft track where Barsha just is at 15,000 RPMs the whole time, that really doesn't work on this track. So uh, this is a track where I could see Purcell coming out and, and getting the pole position in practice. I really could uh, just because it's that kind of track. If he gets the pole position in practice, where would you put him in the motos? I still don't like him for better than a fourth, maybe third. Third is possible, but I, I just don't see it. No. I haven't seen fitness good enough to be there yet. I don't. I don't. If he comes out and got the pole in practice, I would not move him past fifth. Yeah, I, I don't think the fitness is there. Right. I really don't. Yeah, he's uh, as usual. There's probably more questions than answers with him. You know, one thing for sure, it's, it's a downward trend right now. So he's got to stop it uh, coming into this weekend. And like you said too, JT. You need throttle control on this track. You need line selection, and you can't override it because you'll you'll end up at the bottom of those off cambers. Yeah, you charge yep. too and hard. This and is, uh, it's a track that suits Purcell style. Mm-hmm. Um, and just as just to follow up what I was saying before, you know, at the end of these motos, I'm not sure if you've noticed, but I have. Um, it seems like the intensity ramps up. These these guys start pushing harder and harder and harder. And the last few laps, man, they're like full out sprint. It's crazy how hard they're pushing the last few laps. So I haven't seen from Purcell enough energy level late in the moto to to withstand that if somebody's even close to him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, all, all good points for sure. And Fab, RacerX Fantasy Moto Podcast. So to wrap up the Moto Dynasty end of things, JT, moto wins and hole shots and pole positions. We don't. We just talked about how we don't normally do that, but let's pick some. Let's do it. I'm gonna okay. go. I'll go first. Uh, Pole position in high point will go to Marvin Muskan. A whole shot will go to a Marvin Muskan as well. Um, and as far as a moto win, I think you can go Martin or Muskan, and you'll be fine. Okay. In 250s. 450s, pole position, I'm going to go with Kenny Roxon. He beat Dunge here last year pretty good. Dunge had an off, off uh, race last year here. Yeah, it went 3-4 uh, maybe. Yeah, something like that. And um, whole shot, I like a JGR bike. Like for all the reasons you said, so let's go Barsha, whole shot, moto win, uh, just stamp Ryan Dungey, I think. What do you think? Give me yours. 250 for pole position, I have Muskan, same as you. Uh, moto win, I have Muskan, and pole, and the whole shot, I'm going to go with Jesse Nelson. All right. Um, just because I like his starting technique, and he's on a factory bike as well. Uh, in the 450 class, pole position, I have... Man, I've been bouncing back and forth. I'm going to take Roxon. Um, Moto win, I'm going to go with Roxon again. And uh, for the whole shot, yeah, you, you you basically went with the same thing I wanted to say, which was a JGR bike. Uh, but if I had to pick a rider, I would say Barsha. Yeah, probably. Probably you pick in the order in JGR of whole shots. Barsha, Nicoletti, then Pike. Yeah, yeah, definitely, so. definitely possible. Pike, Pike's capable though too. He's a pretty good starter. He he was getting great starts uh, early in the year. Um, I think he almost whole shot at Glen Helen, and then Supercross we saw how good his starts were too. So yep. he's certainly capable. On the track or on the trail, the hottest looking, hardest working accessories are NFAP from Step Systems, like 90 solutions to bumpers and Jeep gear, 
NFAB has your Jeep, truck, or SUV covered. NFAB products proudly mailed in Houston, Texas. Auto Trader, NFAB, JGR team. And to learn more about NFAB products, visit n-fab.com. You know, on discount on NFAB, uh, just email me using a contact form on pulpamex.com. Scott Sports, established in 1958, located in Salt Lake City. Proud to sponsor uh, Team Monster Energy Pro Circuit, Trey Kennard, who uh, started riding today, I saw. And uh, he'll, he'll be an interesting fantasy discussion when he decides to come back, JT, if he can get right back into uh, winning mode again. And uh, All right. Blake Baggett, Andrew Short, Brayton, Tixier, DeSalle in the world uh, in the GPs World Championships, Russell, Borge, and Weenan, uh, GNCCs and ATVs, Weenan, Fly Racings, own oh, Chad Weenan. Made in the USA, hashtag no shortcuts, innovation, technology, design, Scott Motorsports, not motor, moto sports on Twitter and Instagram. And, uh, yeah, thanks to um, thanks to Scott for coming on board with us. Thanks to NFAB, and thanks to RacerX for putting this up there. All right, Motocross Fantasy. Now, JT, it appears after my strong showing last week that I'm probably more of the expert in this, uh, in this fantasy right now. My first year playing it, too. So, I don't know. It's uh, I looked at the handicaps. What do you see? 450 class motocrossfantasy.com. What do you see? I think uh, this this week's better, um, especially in the 250. I know we're on 450, but um, I like the overall forecast better this week. Um, you know, there's still the standard single point guys that you really can't do much with. Um, so, I, and I don't really look at those guys too much. I just Mm-hmm. I just don't think there's much there because I don't think you know I, I just don't think you can win that way as mm-hmm. I always say. Um, I don't know if Josh Grant's coming back this weekend or not. I, I heard he's close, but we'll see. Um, he is a six, which he's certainly better than 16th place. It really just depends on his health. So but, if, if he uh, races, you're stamping Josh Grant. For, well, I don't know if I'm stamping it. I, I'd have to see what practice goes like and all that. Because let's keep in mind he hasn't done all that well this year mm-hmm. you know his finishes haven't been great let alone you know came off an injury then was decent and then hurt himself again so he doesn't have a lot of momentum at all chisholm's a five so maybe there's some value there but not a ton justin brayton is a one so kind of the same boat uh will hans a six as he was last week tommy hans a seven both of those guys are pickable I would say Han is a definite pick. If you're if you're able to pick him, I would definitely which, which say that's a good move. Which Han? Uh, sorry, Will. Okay. Will Han at a six. Uh, I would definitely go that route if if you are able to. Um, moving down, Freddie Norin is a four. I, I think he will be good at this track. Uh, we've seen him do very very well at tracks like this. Uh, hard pack, um, more technical. That's that's his style. So look for him to. Uh, I don't know if, how much better he'll be than 11th overall, but I, I think he'll be well within that 14th that you're looking for. Christopher Sell is a two. Um, he should be a solid pick. I, I think he's better than 12th place, especially on this track. If it was a track like Millville, I would say, eh, probably stay away, but this track gives me a little bit more confidence with him. Mm-hmm. Chad Reed is a four. If he's racing, he will be on my team. Uh, I just... I believe in him on this track that he will be inside the top ten, which would make him a great pick. What do you mean if he's racing? Do you think you have word that he may not? Well, be- there you never know. He's uh-huh. been threatening to not race every week, so I'm just throwing that caveat out there. I don't know anything about it. I mean, I know he's been practicing, so. Yeah. Um, Kelly Rusk is a 12, and he finally paid off last weekend, oh, and I, I had know. people tweeting me how excited they were about it, and they can all suck it. Um. I but think you got seventeenth overall, which we knew was coming. Yeah, I think I'm going to go back to the Killy Rusk well. I do. 
Yeah, he's still a 12, so there's still plenty of value there. Yeah. I don't know how far inside the top 20 he's going to get, uh, but 17th would be would be solid. If he went 17-17 at, mm-hmm. at handicap 12, that'd be solid. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> see what else is here. I, uh, you know, Wentland, Wentland uh, 20. I, I don't know. 10, yeah, he got yeah. 20th, but it wasn't. You know, wasn't that great? I didn't feel like he flashed at any point through the weekend. I think so. Wetland, Wetland should be higher. I think I, I don't think that that's a great handicap for a guy that's really raced four career four fifty nationals mm-hmm. and has you know two sixteens to his credit. So yeah, it's uh, it's would, tough, man. He he's certainly better than I think twentieth, but he's DNF'd a lot. Mm-hmm. So. Um, that's that's always the question is w- when you look at these handicaps is do you go off of what their finishes have been or do you go off of what they should be finishing? You know, that's that's where the, the arguments always come in. The one guy here, uh, and I don't know why he wasn't in the motos last week, but Ronnie Stewart. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is pretty much his home race, and I've, I've raced against Ronnie Stewart here before I even knew who he was, and he was fast. He was on a two-stroke, and I was like, man, this guy's, Going pretty fast. Right. Uh, yeah, it surprised me. So look for him to, if he's racing and qualifies decently, to um, be a, a decent pick at an 18. It's been a rough uh, rough start for Ronnie. Oh, it's been terrible. But having said that, that's why I just want right. to have some insight for those that don't know. This this is probably his best track. Maybe right. Unadilla, but they're, they're neck and neck. Yeah, either one. Um, myself, if I had to make my picks right now, I obviously I can't pick I can't pick Brayton I can't pick uh, Ryan Sipes. Sipes would be strong. Thirteenth or better? Yeah, maybe not. Um, I can't pick Sipes. I can't pick Brayton. I can't pick Will Hahn, and I can't pick Tony Archer. So, just off the top of my head, I'm going Lemoyne at a nine. Mm-hmm. I would go Purcell at a two. Okay. Reed at a four, and I'd go back to the Killy Ruskwell. And Kelly's going to screw me again, so I look forward to that. But I would go. Yeah, and I overlooked Ryan Sipes because I picked him last week, but he is a three. Yeah. So uh, feel free to pick him. Go for it. Uh, that's who I would. If I could pick Ryan Sipes, I would pick him. What's your ideal motocross fantasy lineup right now? Never mind who you picked. Yeah, my team ideal. Uh, ideal. Yeah. Would never be, mind who you picked. Yeah. Reed at a four. Porcello at a two. Um, Killy Rusk. Hmm. Killy Rusk. I don't think so. Too uh, much of a gamble. Not ideal. Uh, <laughs> I would say Sipes at a three, mm-hmm. and Will Hahn at a six. That's my ideal. Right. Where and what about Josh Grant? It would if he's racing? No, no I don't trust away. it. I yeah. think he's <sighs> he's just too risky with the health thing. If he's, I mean, if he's healthy and shows up and he's. 100%, which I, I he's just not 100%. That's yeah. that's the whole problem is I know he's not 100%. Right, right. So. And Too just, risky. I just told you who I would pick uh, on a Wednesday afternoon. LeMoyne, Purcell, mm-hmm. Reed, Rusk. Who would you go with? I would go Reed, Purcell, Pasa. Man, I, I'm scared of Purcell, but I'm going to put him mm-hmm. uh, in there. I'm thinking hard about Norin. At a four? At a four. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I kind of like that. And then my fourth would be, hmm, who do I want to end up hating on Saturday night? Let's see. You don't think people like LeMoyne could turn this thing around? Like he's turned it around, he had a good... He's just been so 
so inconsistent. He hasn't, yeah, you know, he's finished like 18, 19 so many times. Dude, he's, let, let me see what he did last year. I seem to remember him being pretty good. Hold on. Uh, he was on two videos, of course, last year. But 14-14 right. um, last year, which for That's Matt, yeah, putting it together. If he went 14-14 for me right now in a 450 class. I'm going to say Reed, Norin, Purcell, and Ronnie Stewart. Ronnie Stewart. See, there's a there's a caveat that I could put are. Kelly Ruskin for uh, possibly either Porcel or Norin. You talk about risk. If if Josh Grant races, I would pick Josh Grant over Ronnie Stewart any day. I got to gamble to win any day. Ronnie Stewart scares the crap out of just me. Like a, just like just like a blackjack dealer will tell you, you got to gamble to win. Yeah, yeah. All right, two fifties on motocross fantasy. Uh, four riders again, handicap league. Uh, I had Aldridge last week. Can't pick him. He's a C, but he's he's not even a handicap anymore. Uh, so that's, I did a good job on that. Jordan Smith's a handicap zero. I picked him. Uh, I probably wouldn't go there again, but maybe I would. Hayden Melross is a nine now. He used to, he was a fifteen when I picked him last week. And Plessinger is not a handicap. He was a handicap. Whatever. Would you say he was one or two something last week? Who was that? Plessinger. Uh, Plessinger was a two last two. week. Two. Okay. So I, 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 ideally, I did a great job. Well, I did. I finished well in the points. But picking a, a handicap rider and then having them show up as non-handicaps the next week means that you, you did a good job in your picks. Right. So right. Plessinger and Aldridge are mine. Um, what do you like, JT? 250 class. Who do you like? 250? I don't, I'm not on the Dakota Alex bandwagon like you are. I just I don't think there's much value there to nine. I don't know. You got okay. 18th last week, and mm-hmm. that was supposedly good. I, I, yeah, I don't, I don't see that. Um, I would take Daniel Baker if I could. He's a 14. He was running seventh for a long time last weekend. Uh, then he dropped back to eight, nine, ten. But then he had a big crash. He would have right. paid off big time last week because he was a 12. But, so if I could pick him, I would. But but I know what you're saying. You're absolutely right. But that was a place that he has a ton of laps on. A ton of laps. Right. I, I understand that, and I'm okay. not saying he's going to be top ten. Right. But okay. He could certainly be 14th, which is going to get you max points. Right. So if he's on, if I can pick him, he's on my team. I'm just telling you that right now. Right. No hesitation, 100. percent Uh, I don't really love Bichaglia to one. Bichaglia. Uh Christian Craig's a guy I'm going to keep an eye on in practice. Mm-hmm. He he certainly has. A lot of potential to make the, make the team this week. He's a four. Yep. Yep. Uh, Alex Martin will be on my team at a four. Yeah. Uh, pretty pretty yeah, that's a, sure of that. That's I don't a have any hesitation either. That's a stamp it. I think. Yeah, yeah. I, I agree. I agree. That's what I was kind of trying to get at. Um, I don't know what to make of Mel Ross. That was an impressive ride last week, and he's still a nine, which he was a ten last week. That's yeah. No, I he, didn't. I didn't see that coming last week, and I don't know that I'm ready to just. Say Stamp, he's going to do it again? No, look, if you look at his results, I've been paying a little bit of attention to him because he works with Red Dog, and we know how much I love Red Dog. So I've been mm-hmm. paying attention to him because uh, Red Dog's like, hey, keep an eye on this kid, whatever, blah, blah, blah. So I've been watching him, and I, I mean, I picked him last week in fantasy, and he came through big time for me, but I did not expect that because that's not been his level through the first uh, eight motos. Well, through the right. first six motos, that was not his level. He, he did great. So I need to see that again. I, yeah, I, I agree. That's what I was roundabout saying is I don't know that I'm just like, oh, yeah, he's he's a super top 15 guy, you know, yeah. super steady. Yeah, Peters? Um, we'll see. Peters at a five? Peters, I, I don't hate that. I think he could do okay. You know, he's from New Jersey, so he should be somewhat familiar with uh, Pennsylvania, is, you know, that Peter, kind of soil. Peters is from Minnesota, bro. No, Kyle Peters is from New Jersey. No, he's from Minnesota. 
Uh, I will bet you anything you want in this world that Hold Kyle on. Peters is from New Jersey. Well, I don't know what his address says right now, like as far as where he's No, no, he's from New yeah, Jersey. Yeah. No, actually, he's from North Carolina. <laughs> Which is it, bro? Sorry, he was in. He used to. He was in New Jersey at one point, but I'm wouldn't, almost positive he's from North Carolina. Wouldn't Wygant, uh, hometown Greensboro, North Carolina? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What is it, North Carolina? Yeah, Greensboro, North yeah, Carolina, sorry. hometown. Sorry, yeah. Okay, so uh, I'm thinking I... of uh, I'm thinking of Joey Peters. Oh, you know what? And I'm getting and I'm and I was thinking of more of Gannon Audette, a star rider from Minnesota. Yeah, no, Joey Joey Peters is from uh, okay. New Jersey. I think right. Asbury Park, maybe. Peters is from North and, Carolina. Uh, everybody, there we go. Stamp yeah. it. Um, yeah, it's, they have a Peters Auto Mall. Yeah. Yeah, great deal on trucks. Um, I, I, I feel like Zach Williams could be. He's had some bad luck, but he's had a decent finishes. He's a 14, so he's almost the highest handicap there is. Yeah, I went with him, I think, twice already this season. Oh, did you? Okay. Didn't go great. Uh, I think I got points one out of two or something, but I don't know. He hasn't really been doing anything impressive. I'm, I'm staying away until he shows me something. Okay. Jordan Smith, you roll the dice again? I can't. I picked him last week, but yeah, yeah, he's I, uh, the same as me. But yeah, he's kind of figuring it out, huh? A little bit. His speed is there. If yeah. he stays off the ground, he is easily in the top ten. I'm surprised he's not a. I'm surprised he's a handicap. I'm surprised. I would think he would be. Well, yeah, zero. and that's that's the question, right? How right. do you grade the guys? Do you grade them off their speed and where they should have finished? Do you grade them off of what they actually finished? Well, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He actually finished 11, so I guess that's why, yeah. right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I guess, I guess I see the point there. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, who would your idea, who would your team be here on a Wednesday? Never mind who you, uh, who you picked last week. My team as of today, uh, that I can pick, uh, I have Christian Craig. Uh, I have Alex Martin guaranteed. Uh, I have, let's see here. Um, Man, do I go with Jace Owen or not? I don't think so. Owen is uh, is inconsistent. He is inconsistent. Yeah, he was. Man, he really pulled it together in Supercross there for a while. He did. Yeah, he did. You know what? Let me look. Last year, I seem to remember him showing up for his first race last year. Yeah, I think he's from Indiana. He went 2016 last year, and it was his first national. I think last year too. Right. Right. So. Oh wait, Um, I'm sorry. sorry. Never mind. No, no, that was that was what he did this weekend. I'm an idiot. Yeah. Uh, Hold on. Let me see what he did last year because he, someone said, oh yeah, you know he's good here. Like he's he, he knows this place. He's ridden a ton. Um, uh, twenty four, twenty two. Scratch that. Yeah, he he is from I think Indiana, so he probably has ridden Muddy Creek a lot. Yeah, oh, no High Point. You mean? Oh, High Point. Yeah, okay. so when he showed up last year at High Point, it was his first race, and he after he he left the team okay. or whatever, and then someone was saying, oh, he's going to do good, he's going to kill it, and then twenty four, twenty two. Right, right. Dakota Alex went eighteen uh, seventeen last year here. What's that? Dakota Alex went eighteen uh, seventeen last year. Okay, I know he's going to be on your team. Uh, God, if he, I swear to God, if he fails for me again, I'm going to go over and light his bike on fire. That will, will that get me banned? Like, like Don Lieb? Will that? Will that? Is that? A, is that bad? Uh, I think it's probably frowned upon. Okay, all right. I mean, it's, I'm not going to detune the guy's bike. I'm just going to light it on fire. Um, yeah, I don't think you should do anything. Like that. I'm well, just going to throw that. It's probably good career advice. I'm telling you, Dakota Alex, every other week that I don't pick him, he does something. Then I pick him, then he does crap. So it's very frustrating. Oh, I know. I, there are people in this sport that I absolutely hate because of their results in <laughs> fantasy motocross. Right. 
Uh, uh, I, my last two, just to finish that off, we're gonna. Okay. I think it's going to be Kyle Peters at a five and Luke Renslin at a seven. But I'm not thrilled with either of those two, and they could quickly get replaced by someone else if someone flashes right. in my mind. Right. Um, would you go with the Nick Gaines bandwagon? No. Okay. All right, because he's 15. No. Last right. week was his first race back from a wrist wrist break, and yep. yeah, he's not ready. It wasn't good. No. I'm gonna go Dakota Alex. You sold me on Daniel Baker. Alex Martin. Daniel Baker is my number one pick in the league if I if I am allowed to pick him. Right. Alex Martin would be my number one pick at a four handicap four. I, I still I, I don't think Alex Martin's going to get you fifty points. I think Daniel Baker's going to get you 50, fifty points. Okay. Um. In a moto. Yeah. My picks would be Daniel Baker, Alex Martin, Kyle Peters, and either Zach Williams or Dakota Alex. Now I'm talking myself out of Dakota Alex again. I don't know. Yeah, you're a gambler. Yeah, Peters is solid though. Like you'll get two motos out of Peters. You may not get a lot of points, but he is a handicap, so you'll get something. Yeah, Peters doesn't DNF that much. He's in shape. He can he can ride. He used to a lot. That's I the know. Crazy thing. I know. Lately, he though. used to DNF all the time. Right. I think maybe bike problems he had a lot or something. I don't know, but maybe I'm not sure. He's in shape now. His motor his lap times are good. So. Yeah. Yeah. Um. All right. Anything else? Any other advice? Uh, I think. Any other fantasy advice? Got it covered. I got third last week overall. Motocrossfantasy.com, everybody. Strong. Yep. Um, Truman, we need to get Truman back on the show. I think he's doing pretty well. He was bragging to me that he was doing well anyways. Yeah, I think he's uh, second. He's doing really well. I know that. Team standings. Uh, Let me see here. Oh, he's 14th in fly racing standing, which is the only standing that matters to you. So, uh, 14th, and in Moto Dynasty, he's um, he's in the mix too. What are you in Moto Dynasty uh, overall? Uh, I know I'm like 88th overall between the two. I'm not sure the the individual yeah, yeah. league. Uh, Truman's not on the front page of the uh, motocross. I'm 30th overall. So yeah, I've, I've been coming. I was like 250th to start of the season. I've I've, I've risen every single week. No, so. this is Moto Dynasty. Oh, Moto Dynasty. Well, I'm only in the 450, and I'm yeah. second. Oh, you're second? Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, and, and, and in Motocross Fantasy, what are you? Sorry? Uh, 88th. 88th, yeah. So you're coming on. Yeah, I'm moving. I move it up every week. Uh, I just need right. to get – I've been solid, but I haven't had any kind of breakout weekends yet. I've been right in there, which has steadily moved me forward oh. as people go up and down. But. I, didn't, I didn't see this, but, uh, yeah, Motocross Fantasy, there's an overall position. Above right, your, which above. Is, that's what counts for the motorcycle, yeah, which is all I'm, I really care about. I'm 52nd. Okay. Yeah, you're ahead of me. Yeah. So, all right, everybody. NFAB, uh, RacerX Fantasy Motocross Podcast, MotoDynasty.com, and uh, MotocrossFantasy.com. Uh, Jason Thomas, Steve Mathis, uh, thanks for listening, everybody, and uh, happy picking, and hopefully we helped you out. Tweet us if you want to know, uh, at PulpMX or at Jason66Thomas. We'll try to help you the best we can. Alex Martin, number one pick for me. In Motocross Fantasy, JT, you'd say Daniel Baker, and uh, we'll see how it all turns out. All right, thanks, buddy. Thanks, man. See you. See you.